Welcome to REI Spotlight with your host, David Schwan, and today's guest, who is a Marine, family man, and real estate investor, Ryan Himmelhofer. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background, Ryan. Yeah, so, man, where to start? So, I, <laughs> Yeah, so I guess just starting with real estate. So um, I came across that awesome purple book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, my senior year of high school, and um, had already committed to the Marines at that point. But that really just set my trajectory towards all of my my focus on my investing was going to be on real estate and related yeah. to that industry. Uh, so. Definitely that 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 quadrant formula that that is uh, that Kiyosaki came up with. That is, uh, I think. About half the people in real estate right now, that was one of the first books that they read and and that kind of led them in that path. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. And if, if you have not, yeah, if anyone out there has not read that book yet, like you can get through it in a weekend. Super easy read and it will change your life. So highly recommend it. Definitely. Yeah, read that. Um, knew I wanted to be investing in real estate. Um, but I it, at that time, so I graduated high school in, in 2004. Um, there was a lot going on in the world, and, and definitely felt the the need to serve my country and 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 do that, you know, in the Marine Corps and push myself the the most I could. Um, and, and, and let me thank you for your service. We it is uh, greatly appreciated, especially uh, I, I know my listeners and myself. Uh, we we highly appreciate the uh, the sacrifice. We, we appreciate the support. So, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it's been a pleasure to serve. It's been an awesome, amazing opportunity for growth. Um, and this see a lot of the worst parts that humanity has to offer and also the best parts. So, but yeah, so I, I enlisted right out of high school, um, went to college, uh, ended up commissioning as an officer. Um, and then after, uh, a- after a deployment to Afghanistan, uh, my wife and I, we we decided it, that was the time to, to pull the trigger and, and finally buy our first in, investment property. Um, so we, you know, most Marines, most service members, they, they get home from a deployment and they buy a brand new truck or, they, you know, they, they just buy some big old doodad, some some nice toy. And uh, we, we were going to buy a house. So I guess biggest toy of all, but well, that's yeah, but that's that's the best type of toy is a toy that pays you back. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's the wisest use of it. You know, it's it's a shame some people go for the the, the shiny and flashy. It's like, well, it's a house, and you know, at night it's shiny and flashy when somebody turns the lights on. But you know, it's like, hey, it's that's more about it, the, uh, the 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 cash flow it's going to provide me than uh, you know, blinging around town. <laughs> Yeah, and that that was definitely the thought process we were having. So, uh, we, we wanted to buy some mouse assets and build some assets up before we started just branching out and getting those those funner toys. So, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, we we bought that first rental property about six years ago, and then um, we've we've averaged about one one unit a year until now, until this year, and then um, th- this year we got in as a limited partner on a twenty six unit out in Kansas City. And um, yeah, we're just actively looking for for more deals and more apartments and mobile home parks and just seeing where else we can invest. 
So what was uh what what was your driving uh decision to move up to the uh to, to the larger units? What was what was one of your uh deciding factors to you know move on from single family and take that that step up in in size? I, I'm gonna have to say time. Um and I think it all boils down to time. I was driving around I was driving around Idaho and Utah, Nevada for three years recruiting, lots of windshield time. And we had, you know, maybe two or three properties at that point. And I mean, just doing the math, you know, clearing a couple hundred bucks for each one and then looking how much, how many, just doing the math on how many units I would have to buy to replace my, my income and to give us that financial freedom. And it just, it was going to take way too long. Uh, my kids were going to be growing up by that point, and I, I'm, I'm doing real estate so I can provide a safer, more comfortable future for my kids and also free up my time to spend with them. Um, but on the, our current trajectory, just buying you know one or two homes a year rental properties, it, it just was not going to cut it. So we looked at the larger deals because we needed to scale. And Definitely. it was a little intimidating at first, but like with anything, the more you learn, the, the more you realize how feasible it is. Well, it's, it's, you know, everything's scary the first time you do it, you know, it's, it's stepping into, you know, we all have mental programs and we're, we're designed, uh, you know, typically most people are designed to, to stay safe, you know? So whenever we step out into something that we've never done before, there's, you know, it's just, it's what, it's how we're wired and it's how we're designed to not, you know, not, kill ourselves. I mean, that's, you know, that's programming from, you know, being cavemen or from, you know, a, a very long time ago, you know, running from tigers and stuff. It was like, well, you know, I know this doesn't kill me, so I'm going to keep doing that. So, you know, where our natural human reaction is when we step out into something is to feel a little bit of apprehension and a little bit of scaredness about it. But like you said, you know, it's, you, you do your research, you understand that, okay, uh, you know, I'm willing to take this risk. So you step into it and, you know, and obviously you, you've realized that the, uh, the scale of multi-units is just, it helps you get there so much faster. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's been fun because the more I learn as well, the more I realize how much I'm going to be able to help my, my friends and family as well. Um, I think everyone's had this experience where you start investing in real estate, you start seeing some success and, and people take notice and they start asking you questions and you just see their face light up and they're like, man, I, I wish I was doing something like that. And well, we, you need a team to take down an apartment complex. And so there you go. You natural yeah. team building. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to have that team. I, I mean, it, that's what, I mean, I know people do it on the single family side and they do it by themselves, but I always kind of, and I know people and I have good friends that, you know, they kind of pat themselves on the chest and, you know, kind of bow up and, you know, are, are all happy and everything. They're like, I do this all by myself. And I'm looking like, yeah, but you're the only one there. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, well, you being a Marine, you know, that there's times that, you know, you can go really fast by yourself but if you want to really take on a challenge it you don't do it by yourself you 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 bring others on and, and the strength of teamwork and that mindset you you can overcome so much larger obstacles when you have that teamwork i've i've yet to meet a single person who has never at any point in their life 
like never needed someone else's help. And so I've just tried to really just break myself in that mentality. And I mean, it, yeah, it, it has been a shift in focus because my wife and I, we were investing, we were buying these single family homes by ourselves. Um, but we realize if we work together with other people, we will all succeed more. And it's, it's like that with everything, I feel like. Definitely. You know, it's, it's kind of like when you watch a, a geese fly, you know, when, when you see them flying in formation, you know, the reason they fly in that V formation is, is that one, you, you know, they go faster and they can go farther when they're in that formation. And it's even kind of cool that, you know, and you don't always have to be the lead. You know, if you're by yourself, you're always in the lead. You know, when they're when they're flying in that V formation, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but the lead duck changes or the lead geese, they change, they swap out because the 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 first the the guy in the front is the one that's breaking the wind for everybody else and, and he's humping it, you know, probably a little bit harder than everybody else and the and the rest get that uh, you know, they get the benefit from it. But you have to switch that out because you get burnt out. You know, like I said, you go further and you go faster you know, with, with, with teamwork, you can just do so much more. hundred percent, hundred percent. Besides uh, the, the teamwork, what other lesson did you learn with uh, getting in on that 26 unit deal? Uh, so that deal specifically, uh, we, we did it to kind of cut our teeth in, in apartments and, and to learn. And so it's, it's been awesome like seeing what a professional operator does, how they operate, how they deal with investors, and seeing a lot of the software and the programs. And you know, I, I haven't gotten any you know special behind the curtains look on that deal, but you, you just learn a lot just by dipping your toes in and just looking from the outside. And you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit closer to the inside than I would if I had invested on it. So. Uh, definitely, as you know, as a passive, you still get to see what the paperwork looks like. You get to see what you, you, you know. You get to see all those all those deals of you know. This is especially. It's like okay, well, this is what I was presented with. So if I'm in a point where I'm presenting to somebody else, you have that framework. You have what it's supposed to look like, and you know, of course, we we all can you know put our own fingerprints on it and adjust our own you you know to help we want it, but that gives you that starting off point. Like you said, you know, it's you, plus you're in the, in the game because I'm pretty sure now that you have that, you, you know, those units under your belt. And I don't know if you've seen this yet, but I'm pretty sure when you start talking to other professionals, you know, there's a difference in between, you know, I'm, I'm part of a 26 unit deal, or I just have single family homes or, you know, or, or somebody who has no experience, but you know, that, you know, being that part of that, that, you know, even as a limited partner, you're still part of that deal. And that gives you so much more recognition and, you know, brokers know, okay, well, this guy does stuff, <laughs> you know, so I'm pretty yeah, sure it, that will certainly help. Add, you. It does add an, an element of credibility to it. Um, and, and just to your resume. And yeah, obviously it's not, I'm not a lead sponsor on any deal yet. I, I haven't gotten, you know, personally gone through the, the Fannie Freddie process and getting that loan, but it's a step in the right direction. And it, it does add credibility to my resume for sure. Um, you were, you were talking about, you know, your friends and, and family, you know, what, you know, they, they start asking you about it. Um, what, what advice do you give them when, the, when they start talking to you about it, you know, as complete newbies, what, what do you, what do you make sure that you share with them? 
Well, I guess every conversation has been a little bit different just because they've approached it, me about it differently. But I, I would say that the commonality between all those conversations is just, hey, you, you need to do your own research and, you know, you, you need to understand what you're getting into. Um, and it is possible. And so, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll recommend some books or some websites and just things that I do. And then uh, I've, with, I guess with my sister, we were, we were talking about, you know, possibly partnering up. And so just found a, a couple of potential deals and just kind of underwrote them with her and, you know, just to see if you'd be a good fit or not. And just to, just to kind of test the waters. So, and expose, expose her to a little bit of the process. So. Awesome. Awesome. Um, as far as, as far as, as those resources, what are some of the resources that you would suggest somebody, uh, you know, somebody checks into, what are a couple of the the resources that you've really found helpful? Yeah. So anyway, in this day and age, it, it, it seems kind of silly to even bring it up, but you know, just all the, the there is so much out there on the internet. Um, I, I still rely on Zillow and Trulia. Um, just, just for a lot of just the data truly, it has a great, uh, they, they've got a great, I guess, map, uh, just portion of their website where you can look at the crime in, in the different neighborhoods and, um, and they, they're good about pulling the tax data on individual properties. If you're looking at the single family. So, um, there, there's, there's plenty there. Um, you've got bestplaces.com. I think it's.com. Um, but you can pull up any city or, or metropolitan area in the country and they have all the economic data from, you know, the past couple of decades, all the, the demographics from the past couple of decades, uh, the median pr- home prices, uh, the, the median incomes, just the, the, the a lot school. of the data that, yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, and you just, just by digging in into the internet, you, you start to find the, the websites that you tend to rely on the most. Um, the, the, the Bureau of Labor and Statistics has also been a great one. Um, yeah, people ask, yeah. how do you find a good property manager? We've we've gone to the Better Business Bureau for a couple of our property managers that we've found because um, there's a bunch in there and then we, we just call and, and find the one who's, who's gonna work the best for, for what we need. Um, awesome. And so besides the online stuff, I, I think what has made the biggest difference and helped accelerate my growth the most has been getting involved in, in local and virtual meetups, you know, because of the, the pandemic, but, uh, just getting out and networking and talking to the people, telling them what you're trying to do, asking questions. It's just, a Every time I go, I'm amazed at how much I learn and the people I meet. And then I always come away with new ideas as well. Yeah, this is this is an industry like few others where you have such a potential upside for you, you know, potential upside for for your your wealth that you're building. But I, I and I, I I see it all over all across the country and pretty much most of the guests I talk to, though it's like, look. Find your local meetups, your local real estate meetups. Most of these people, A, they're very knowledgeable. They'll share usually what they know most of the time. And they're happy to help you get to that next level because, you know, and and that's pretty unique, I think, to real estate 
in general is that, uh, you know, it, it's a small community. So I, I think the bad apples get weeded out pretty quick and, you know, not, not saying that there aren't some out there, you know, definitely do your own due diligence. And just because they're, you know, it's a first time, you know, don't, don't hand somebody a $50,000 check the first time you meet them at a RIA meeting. Um, but, you know, but overall in general, it seems like the bad apples get weeded out of this community pretty quick. And most of the people that are here are open about helping you and, you know, and we'll share, share knowledge. They may not give you every part of their, uh, of their secret sauce, but they're, they're certainly willing to share ideas and ways for you to get traction and get started. Um, you know, which I think is, 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 like very few other industries, especially something that, uh, you know, can help you create wealth as long as you do your due diligence and, and approach it the right way. Um, mm-hmm. what, uh, what markets or what, uh, you know, if any of my listeners out there, if they're working on something or, or, or see something, what, uh, what are you looking for now? What's, uh, what are you searching for? Yeah, so my partner and I, um, we are we're completely dedicated to commercial real estate. So, on the residential side, yeah, five units and above. Um, but we're looking at apartment buildings. We're looking at and mobile home parks, and we're focusing in Idaho and Utah. And then we're we're opening up into North Carolina now as well. So I'm I'm physically in North Carolina, and um, it took me a while to warm up to to investing here where I'm at. Um, but I'm I'm coming around and I'm. I'm already starting to see some deals. So it's a good time. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I'll definitely, you know, the, the, our listeners, uh, they're, they're all over the place. So if anybody has anything in those markets, uh, be sure to reach out to Ryan and, and I'm pretty sure he'd be very grateful to, uh, to, to see, see and look over whatever you find for him, um, especially in any of those niches that, that he's looking in. Um, besides Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, do you have another book or something that you would say was pretty instrumental to, uh, to getting where you're at? I do. Um, yeah, so I, I don't, I might've just found this on Amazon. Um, it is the complete guide to buying and selling apartment buildings. I got the second edition, um, but the author is Steve Burgess. And I mean, he, he goes from soup to nuts on a, on value add investing in apartments. And he, he provides a lot of detail, a lot of charts for those that, you know, like charts. And then he has, I, I mean, the writing, it's not super complicated. So it, awesome. it's great for me because he, you know, yeah, Marines were famous for eating crayons and, and red is my <laughs> favorite flavor. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I would say that that is a fantastic read. If you're looking to get into apartments, that, that is a great place to start. You, you can read that book and um, come away with a, a basic understanding of how the whole process works. Awesome. Awesome. And then I know that you have uh, you, you also concentrate on on giving back to your community and, and you have some things that, that uh, are pretty close to us. Tell, tell my listeners some about some of how you like to give back to your community. Yeah. So financially um, it's always been important to me to impart of my substance and of my blessings to those organizations I I believe in. So financially, you know, we, we give to our our church and then I'm I'm also a big proponent of micro lending. Um, I mean, I, I use debt 
to, to build my wealth. And I, I think that it is a tool that can, that can help people worldwide and lift them out of poverty. So um, Kiva.org is, is specifically the, the platform that I use, but it's a peer-to-peer micro-lending platform and would strongly encourage anyone to, to check it out. Um, you, can, you can lend someone 25 bucks anywhere in the world. Um, so pretty, pretty low cost of entry yeah. to helping people out. And, 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 and especially when somebody says, you know, 25 bucks, if they don't, you know, they might not think that that is, you know, a huge loan, you know, here in the U S but if you're loaning 25 bucks to somebody who's in a, you know, third world country or in a, you know, a, a country where $25 can move the needle way more than what it can be, can hear. So, you know, if it's not, like you said, it's not only just, you know, you, you you have some financial gain by it, but it's it's more the good that you're helping other people do. Yeah. And and to be clear, like, yeah, you, you don't earn anything back. Um, you lend out your money and they they do pay you back, but you're not getting any interest, but that affords you the opportunity to relend that money. Um, or or you can pull it out later on. It's up to you. But yeah, it, it it's been great. I've been doing that about eight years now. Um so and I I guess besides the financial stuff. Um, I, I mean, the most valuable thing you can give is your time. And so I, I try and give back um, with my time as much as possible. So whether you know, I volunteered with our, our young men's groups that are at our churches and teaching Sunday school over the years and just just kind of helping out where, where I can. So Awesome. Awesome, Ryan. Well, this has been an amazing interview. I've enjoyed this a lot. What's, uh, what's the best way for any of my listeners, if they want to get in contact with you, um, you know, whether they have a deal or just to, you know, just to get in contact with you, what's the best way? Yeah. So I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Uh, it, you will find me because I've got a very <laughs> unique last name. So um, just, just look it up on the show notes, type it in and you'll find me on LinkedIn. Um, if you would like to email me directly, um, my company email is the best. And that is Lake Blanche Investment Group at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome, man. Like I said, I appreciate you taking your time out of your day and partaking and and sharing your wisdom with, uh, with, with my listeners. And I just, uh, wish you the best of luck on your, uh, on your next endeavors. And just, it's been a pleasure and thank you so much. It's been great. Thanks for having me on, David.